you've come to the right place if you're looking to create, launch, and scale a high-value online training program. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of Lifter LMS, the most powerful learning management system for WordPress. Stay to the end. I've got something special for you. Enjoy the show. Hey, hello, and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. I'm joined by a special guest from across the pond. His name is Jake Davey. You can find him at jakeadamdavey.com forward slash brand. We're going to be getting into Instagram, how to leverage it. If you're a course creator or a coach, or if you have an agency, before we go into the details, welcome to the show, Jake. It's great to have you on. Thanks, Chris. It's nice to be here. I've been looking forward to this. So uh, yeah, I appreciate the opportunity to come and speak with your audience and with you, of course. Awesome, man. Well, just at a high level, before we get into it, how does Instagram differ from other platforms like Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter? What is the Instagram kind of segment of different differentiation in the space? Yeah. Um, well, the, so the first thing I'd say is that it's changed over the years. And, you know, there's been a clear uh, shift in the platform, what it looks like, how it works, how people can benefit from it over the past few years. And for some people, that's caused a little bit of frustration. For some people, that's been very exciting. Um, but where we are, where we are now, and again, very kind of high level, is the majority of functionality for Instagram happens on the phone. Um, and so it means that that as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as an expert, somebody who wants to get their message out there, it means you can connect with a global audience and they're literally carrying you around in their pocket. Um, the other thing that, that I like about Instagram, which doesn't always feature on other, other spaces, is that you it really does have everything built in, in the sense of you've got the opportunity to, to grow an audience and reach an audience uh, through things like reels, but then you've also got the kind of the, I'll say sniper tools, but kind of something that's a little bit more powerful in terms of lead gen and actually moving people towards a sales conversation, which is um, Instagram stories and then direct messages. So it really, it can be a platform where somebody can run a full business through that one platform alone. And you're kind of already getting into it, but one of the things that I've always found, quote, challenging, and I put that in quotes is because it maybe it's actually an opportunity is that I'll, I've always thought that kind of links were the currency of the internet. And sure, in Instagram, we can get one link in our bio, but what would you say to somebody who's concerned that you can't really drop links in Instagram the way you can in other social media posts? Mm. Yeah, it's 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 a great question. Um, and it's something, uh, you know, I've been focused with the business on Instagram since 2016. So it's, it's been something that we've realized right from the start um, with this platform. The, I guess the thing I would I would say is that there are it, it's there are all options to use links and it comes down to how do you use them most effectively and the link in the bio is the main one that I think most people know about um, the second one which I I generally suggest people use or well, second and third are those where you can have a link in your story and then those those where you can have a link a clickable link in the direct message and so generally those tend to be uh, the ones that I personally would recommend. And that comes back to how are we using the platform in the first place? And our kind of message, our overarching theme with our clients is that we market publicly and we sell privately. That's why people you know, people don't go on social media to be sold to. Uh, and so, so long as we get that balance right at the start in terms of what we're showing public facing, 
then we can move people through the process, warm them up in that know, like, and trust relationship and bring them into a, an opportunity where you can actually embed links. And generally, it's for a warmer audience, people that are more likely to take action. And first, the uninitiated, could you just briefly touch on the difference between the feed, a story, and a direct message? Sure, yeah. Um, so the, 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 the Instagram feed is, if, if somebody opens up their phone, maybe having never used the platform before or used it quite infrequently, uh, the Instagram feed, like Facebook, like uh, Twitter, I guess, like TikTok, is where you open your phone and you can kind of scroll through and you generally see other people's content, other people's pictures, other people's posts, other people's videos. And you can contribute to that by sharing your own posts, your own pictures, your own reels, uh, reels being short video. Um, and though that content can be seen by a, a, an audience across Instagram, and it can also is the kind of the main way that you would grow your audience. The Instagram stories, which is the second part you mentioned, stories are, uh, it's like a whole screen experience, similar to what you would expect on most of the platforms now, whole screen experience, stays on the uh, platform for 24 hours, a lot more immersive, can be a lot more personal, a bit more off the cuff. Um, you wouldn't necessarily use stories to grow your audience, but you would use stories to engage your existing followers. And direct messages, um, again, very simple terms, is like email, text message, WhatsApp, inside of the Instagram platform that allows you to speak to one or a group of people uh, in a, you know, ultimately in a private format. And what are reels? Or is that, that's an Instagram thing, right? Reels and stories. I'm, I'm personally confused yeah. on the difference. Okay. Yeah, no problem. So, so reels, the, the simplest way, I'm really glad you asked that because the, uh, people wouldn't wonder that, but they don't ask. Um, so this, the simple explanation is that reels equals short video. Um, it was predicted in 2017 that by this year, uh, I think 85% of the internet would be video, something crazy like that. And that was before they knew about COVID, right? So we are definitely in a world today where 85% plus uh, of the internet is, is video. And that includes things like this and, you know, Netflix and, and you know, all the other good stuff. So um, reels are short video, which is generally anything up to, say, uh, 30 seconds or so. People can go longer, um, but that would be short video, a bit like a, a TikTok. Um, and they can be used on the main feed. So you can share a short video, you can share a reel, and it can go to a potentially global audience. Stories um, can be video, they can also be pictures, uh, but that is something that you would share just to your audience and it shows up in a slightly different part on Instagram. Does one of those, besides direct message, have more reach, at least today? Yeah, reels, so, so reels are the thing that that will give you the greatest amount of reach right now. Um, we're, we're seeing clients, uh, to, as an example, we had a message from a client last week, uh, literally last week. It was incredible. Um, she had used one of the strategies that we teach, one of the specific things we share about Reels. She'd been doing it for a year. She had about 300 followers to that point. She'd used some of the things that we'd shared. One of her Reels went viral. It had over 10 million views, and she's now on 18, 19,000 followers. So, wow. Um, that, I mean, of course, you know, we, we, we share the best version. Of course, we share the best stories. Of course, we do, right? But um, it, it, it just shows the potential there. So the, the reach can be absolutely enormous and Instagram reels are definitely the way to do it. Awesome. And now let's, let's handle some objections for me. Um, 
You know, one thing I hear from the the expert industry and and myself, an example as like a as a software guy, like I have an online course software, Lifter LMS. If our content is not necessarily super visual, like for example, a fitness instructor or a yoga instructor to me seems like classic Instagram use case. But what if our expertise is less, um, you know, kind of visual and cinematic or whatever? Mm. Um, how can we still leverage Instagram if we're not like if our if our modality isn't like super flashy visual aesthetic, yeah. if you will? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's this, I guess, two two ways I would answer that. The first is let, let's assume that um, it wasn't the flashiest. Uh, industry but you were still say in a position where you could put your face out there so let's say for example a solicitor right or a, a lawyer um they might not have the type of content that you think this could be really flashy and exciting um but what they can do is it still makes sense for them to speak to their audience and put their face out there so in that instance we would generally recommend you know still going down the instagram reels route short video uh, even though it brings people out of their comfort zone just to you know, people do business with people. And so the opportunity to connect with your audience and talk about topics that are relevant for their audience will be a natural first step. Um, for say software companies and, and those where they generally are a lot more behind the scenes. Um, first thing I'd say, is, or, or we wouldn't associate it with kind of pretty pictures and such, I would then go down the route of some of the lifestyle brands would generally be my advice. Um, and I'll explain what I mean by that in a minute, but just to kind of pre-frame that, I'm a huge believer that we don't need to reinvent the wheel. Like the last thing I want our clients to do is to have to come or feel it, not, they don't have to do anything, but feel that they have to come up with something which is brand new, totally revolutionary, you know, is, is just absolutely, you know, incredible to, to get the thing that they want, the outcome that they want. And the reality is that, that there are already people on Instagram doing very similar, if not the same to what they're doing already. So it's about identifying those people and then how do they model that? And so in that instance, the first thing I would say is, how do we identify some of the market leaders and experts and what they're doing um, and take a look at what's already working would be my natural first step. So it might require a little bit of digging. The second angle would be around the lifestyle side. And even though, you know, you could say, well, you know, these companies are still pretty visual, but I'd be looking at companies like GoPro, you know, obviously they, they have a lot of user generated content, Patagonia, um, uh, Target, for example, uh, do excellent marketing. Again, they're not software. You know, they're they're obviously a, a store. But they're a boring they're, business, if you will. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, exactly. People wouldn't necessarily get excited about that, but I, I would say Target is one of the best, or certainly in, in in recent years, one of the best accounts that I've looked at in terms of their marketing. I think it's excellent. So, um, the, yeah, it, it comes down to well, we just got to think a little bit outside the box and it's very much about getting people to buy into you and what you're about and the, the, the lifestyle side. All right. Um, how do we do DM without becoming a spammer? And I ask that in the context of myself as a guy who's been online for a while, I get a lot of direct message spam, not just Instagram, but you know, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere else. Like how do we DM with care? Mm, yeah. So it used to be, uh, you know, a few years ago that you could literally access anybody, you know, you could, you could DM anybody on the platform. I mean, you still can. In like, Hey Gary Vaynerchuk, how you doing? Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Gary V would, you know, Gary, we, I think, you know, Gary V's got the videos where he's, he's sat in his barbers and he's DMing people in the local area and stuff. Um, I remember that video fondly, <clears throat> excuse me. And um, 
so that of course, you know that's that's one thing that doesn't quite work as, as well anymore one of the ways that generally i i would encourage our clients to do it is by going through stories so generally if people have an active story by engaging with that story replying to that story and actually starting a, an authentic conversation it just gives more of an in as opposed to a cold dm um there of course will be accounts where they don't have active stories and so in that instance i would actually start on the content first i would start by engaging with their content first and then you would hope to move that into a direct message conversation that's awesome and what one more objection for you is uh what about a mar content marketer or social media marketer that's concerned with a lack of evergreen content like if i get it if i really focus on instagram am i going to get myself on a content treadmill that's going to be hard to maintain or is there some evergreen benefits to instagram content hmm. um it's a, yeah again <clears throat> excuse me it's a great question and it's something that you know we've even reviewed ourselves recently um and we're, we're constantly looking at, at the type of if you know, I personally am a big fan of evergreen. I like to think that if I'm going to take the time to do something, we don't use it once and then that's it. Uh, so I, I I totally get that. The, there's a couple of couple of things that I would uh, say to that. The first is the number one type of content I'm encouraging our clients to create is reels, and uh, that's ultimately vertical video. And so vertical video now works on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. So it, it immediately allows you with the click of a few buttons that you can multiply that content and that reach and that engagement and put it and put it across multiple platforms. So Quick side note there, is it okay to um, repurpose that, that vertical video across multiple platforms? Like, is there any harm in doing that? I wouldn't have thought so. What the only the only suggestion I would have is I probably wouldn't put exactly the same post out on exactly the same day. Um, so, you know, if, if, let's say you've got a week's worth of content, whatever you put out on Monday on TikTok, you would put out maybe on Friday on Instagram, for example. Um, but I wouldn't see anything like that. There was there was a few issues when people used to use their TikTok videos and put them on Instagram and it had the TikTok logo. Instagram mm -hmm. would reduce the reach for those posts. Um, but in terms of if it's a, if it's the pure video, like in its, in its purest form uh, and putting it out there, then I wouldn't see an issue with that at all. Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing uh, in terms of getting on the content treadmill, again, I, I don't want to do that. So I'm I'm looking at well, solutions for that for myself, but then also for our clients. And this is where we have something which is called six second reels. So we have a specific formula, which, uh, which we follow and we encourage our clients to follow, which is called six second reels, which is ultimately we focus more on the process and the outcome. Um, and by that, I mean, uh, ideally, I'm encouraging our clients to create short video, which is up to uh, six seconds, obviously a bit longer, sometimes shorter, sometimes. Um, so it doesn't take ages and ages and ages to create. They can do a whole month's of con worth of content in less than 90 days a month. Sorry, in less than 90 minutes a month. Um, so less than 90 minutes a month, a full month of content that can be used across four platforms. I think that's pretty good right now. That's awesome. And what... um. What's a posting frequency you recommend? Is this like daily, hourly, weekly? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, yeah. You, like my heart skipped a beat then. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I personally, I'm encouraged daily. I think, I think that's that would be the right frequency for me. You will still see people that that hits it really hard. I know there's, you know, TikTok, of course, is a newer platform. 
And one of the strategies there seems to be, you know, five, six, seven, eight posts a day, um, which again, I think for many people is nauseating. So I, I, I'm a big, I'm a big one on consistency. You know, there's two, there's two key stakeholders here that we've got to be consistent for. One of those is the audience. Um, it's one of the fastest way people can build trust. Consistency equals reliability equals trust. And I think if, if as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, or as a company, you know, brand, if you can be shown to do the basics consistently and do them right, then you can be trusted in other areas. But then, of course, for Instagram, Instagram is looking for consistency as well. And I think if we if we give if we feed Instagram, you know, feed the 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 beast, so to speak, um, then again, we we give ourselves the best opportunity to get the return that we want as well. Let's get into systems. What do you recommend for a beginner who's excited about? leveraging Instagram for themselves or for their client to, yeah. uh, you know, get more leads and sales? So the, well, the, f- the first step is um, to ultimately ensure that they have set up their profile the right way. Let's take a, a beginner. Um, so the first thing is, to, is, it's kind of a six step process that we share. Number one is to get absolutely clear on what they do, who they do it for, and who their market leaders are. So those are the first like the first step that I would recommend. Um, from there, I would encourage them to optimize their profile, you know, put all their highlights on their profile, position themselves as an authority, as an expert. Um, quick tip for people that are watching would be put your best, like your absolute standout headline as your the first line of your bio. Um, and the reason is, firstly, people generally will read the first line more than the rest of it. But also on older devices, like smaller mobile phones and such, I'm holding my phone up at the moment, but on older devices, generally it will only show the first line or so, and then it has a see more link. So I would recommend people put their best features in there. And of course, you know, very high level, but getting their profile in order is, is first. Then I'd be looking at a content strategy, again, based on maybe market leaders. If, if they're coming at this completely green and completely new, then I'd be looking at what are other people in the space doing? Let's get some uh, reels out there. Let's do this consistently. Let's make sure we're speaking directly to the audience and solving a problem. From there, I would be looking at growth strategies. Uh, We teach three in particular. Uh, The most powerful of those is something called growth loops, which would allow people to grow, you know, a few thousand followers in 24, 48 hours. And as you then grow your audience, then the key thing is to capture people with your Instagram stories. Instagram does a lot of the heavy lifting and it will generally show the top 10 to 15% of your audience as in the most engaged followers that you have. It will show them your stories as a priority at the top of their screen. And so as you're growing your audience, if you can get those stories going consistently and moving people off the platform into a landing page, a a lead magnet, uh, register for a training, booking a call, whatever that might be, that's your first step. Uh, And if they're if they're not taking action on the links, there is a way you can see who has viewed your stories. And that's where I would then be going. And we, we use this to great effect, certainly in the last couple of years, where you look at people that viewed your stories and then you follow up with those people that have viewed the stories and engage with them that way. So that is a, a high level, ultimately, of exactly what we teach. And all this is without paid ads? Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, now we 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 use paid ads in our business, um, and we have clients who do go to paid ads depending on you know where they are in their business. But generally, the first steps. I'm I'm a big fan of encouraging people to at least generate like you know a handful of sales 
in what they're doing before they even consider paid ads. I'd like them to build up a bit of a budget before they even look at, at paid traffic. And what um what do you have what advice do you have for a pro user who may not know your exact systems and methods, but you know, they've got tractions, they've got several thousand followers and they're regularly producing content for their audience. What what can they do to grow? What to grow at that stage, I would be I would be looking at two things. I'd be looking at um, something called growth loops, uh, which is where ultimately you tap into a um, larger influencers who will promote you from their accounts and you can um, you can benefit from their followers. So that would that's the again very simplified version of that. So you you ultimately buy into a promotion from a an influencer. They will promote you and they'll they will. Um, ultimately drive a handful uh, well more than a handful you would hope of their followers to your instagram account um the second is i would also then be looking at um kind of strategic partnerships so i'd be looking at well who are the people who serve the same audience as me but are non-compete um and again you know for a simple version you might have a a yoga instructor and a um, I don't know, a vegetarian chef, right? Of course, I realize that's you know huge generalization, a bit of stereotyping, but let's just, just keep it simple. We would generally assume that people that are into vegetarian cooking and vegan cooking and such may also be uh, making mindful choices about their, you know, their exercise and such. So I would then also be looking at strategic partners um, to, to benefit with that growth. And, and the only other thing I would add is I'd really be looking at, am I converting my audience? you know we, we we've had people that have come to us with with tens of thousands of followers and they haven't been generating any sales and and so if they're not converting their audience then something in that process is missing they're, they're ultimately not making the move from growth and followers into private conversations and maybe they don't have a system in place to be able to do that is there a price point uh where it makes sense and what i mean is like uh, you know, if we're getting into DMing people and we're sending people to a sales conversation or a webinar, is there a price point at which it just doesn't make sense? Like, I guess what I'm saying is, does this only work for high ticket businesses or can it work for really any price point? I think I think it can I think it can work for any price point. It's. It, it, it purely depends on the model, ultimately, um, you know, we. I'm a big believer that if people follow the steps and follow the system, that they will be able to drive, you know, traffic into their business. Um, now, if they have a super low ticket, well, again, you know, think of people like uh, the Morrison brothers, for example, that have, you know, I think it's like seven or ten dollar um, low ticket entry or something like that. Um, and who are the Morrison brothers? I actually don't know. Who is that? Oh, um, uh, Anthony and Adrian Morrison. Um, uh, I think they they did a lot through possibly Shopify maybe. Um, I, I, it, again, it, it's but they they. Gem, well, so the only the only reason they come to mind is because they've 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 used Instagram a lot. They've promoted and talked about the benefits of Instagram a lot, um, and they have a, a low ticket offer. Um, but of course, part of their process. Well, anyway, part part of the process generally that we recommend with our clients is building a database, and so. Does it only work for low ticket? Sorry, does it only work for high ticket? No, I don't think so. Uh, I think it, I think it works for low ticket as well. Um, it, it ultimately is about putting the right offers in front of the right audience, but it doesn't. I, I guess the the thing I would emphasize is that 
well, obviously you will know this, but again, just clarify for the audience is that the the you know the bigger the investment, the bigger the ask. Um, and therefore, if it's a, a low price point or a, a low ticket, if it's a seven dollar, you could be selling that, or forty seven dollar, you could be selling that directly from your stories, and you never need to DM anybody. Um, if it's getting people onto a phone call or investing, you know, a few hundred dollars perhaps or a few thousand dollars, then you probably do need to go through that process of DMs. So I think there is that that balance between the two. Um, and if it's low ticket, then it probably requires fewer things on the front end uh, in terms of the DMs. But you would want those things in your stories. You'd want those links in the right places on your profile as well to still drive your traffic into the right part of the business. That's awesome. Can you tell us a little more about buying into a promotion of an influencer? Like, what does that mean and how do we do it? Yeah. Um, so the the let like let take a, so if we if we let's take an example um let's say you are a um let's say you're in the fitness industry and you've got uh 50,000 followers so and that the the first thing is that you're looking out for people in that space who offer promotions and so there are specific companies that you might find and and specific influencers that will do this but there may be influencers who have let's say a million or 2 million or 5 million followers and they will run a promotion where they will speak to their audience and they will basically say, uh, I'm running a competition. This is the giveaway, some crazy giveaway, either cash or, you know, uh, devices or whatever it might be that's appealing and relevant for that audience. Uh, all you need to do to enter is do A, B, C, D, E. And one of those things is go and follow all the people that I'm following. And so this influencer will reduce the number of people that they're following down to anybody who is involved in that route. And so what that means is that if you are one of the people that buys into that promotion, you are one of the people that that influencer with 2 million, 5 million followers is following. And therefore you would benefit from all of their act. Realistically, it's, it's their most active, most engaged audience who are most hungry for that particular offer that are then going to come and follow you as part of that. And so it can be, it, it, it's ultimately, it's just another way, of, you know, it's another way of marketing. Um, and, and people will invest anywhere from, you know, $10, $50 up to $5,000, $10,000, $50,000 into these engagement groups, depending on who's in the promotion, what the offers are, what the benefits are, what the outcomes could be as well. Um, so one of the things, again, that we teach is how to find those groups and then how to set up and position your account and your content the right way and your follow-up so that if, let's say, somebody promotes you, you've got an influx of, I don't know, let's say conservative, 5,000 followers, then what journey do those 5,000 followers go on where you could potentially convert them into leads, clients, and customers? That is awesome. I didn't even know that existed. And you said there's, um, there's like, you can work with influencers directly, but there's also like agencies or, or uh, organizations that help set up those collaborations. Is that right? Yeah. So... So that the influencer, let's say, who's got the the two million followers, they probably, you know, they won't have had much idea about that originally. Um, they will have been approached by somebody who said, "I've got a really good idea where I can help you make some money here," um, and here's how it works. So yeah, generally there will be a you know middle person uh, that gets involved and offers those promotions. So there's yeah, there's multiple out there um, where you can yeah you can ultimately leverage those those types of group uh, those types of promotions and therefore that type of growth 
Tell us about your webinar at jakeadamdavy.com forward slash brand. What what can people find when they go to uh, jakeadamdavy.com forward slash brand? Um, so there, there is a, there's a training where we, we ultimately walk through this, the steps um, similar to what we've talked about today, but obviously with visuals and kind of graphics and screenshots and examples um, about exactly that, how the best way for people to firstly grow their audience. Um, sec- well, firstly, who it's for and who are the types of businesses that would benefit from this. Um, from there, it goes into uh, how you grow your audience. Then we look at how you convert your audience and then finally different ways that you can monetize. So again, pretty high level, but that's the, it, it's more or less what we've covered today, but with, with visuals. Awesome. Well, let's, uh, let's kind of land the plane on, let's say somebody's creating an online course or a membership site with Lifter LMS or any other tool. And uh, what are like three classic mistakes to avoid when approaching Instagram? If we're like, okay, I'm going to commit to Instagram and see if I can grow this marketing channel. What are mm-hmm. some three mistakes to avoid? So the, 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 the first mistake is selling publicly. You know, it, it's landing on Instagram and assuming I've got a product, therefore people want to buy it. Um, and, and as we know, uh, we, need to, we need to do a little bit more than that. So the first thing I'd say is just being aware of why people are on Instagram in the first place, why people are on social media in the first place, um, and going on there to, to market publicly and, and ultimately sell privately, which we'd, we'd said before. Um, the second thing I, w- I would suggest is really fo- focusing on uh, looking at processes and systems. Like, you know, Instagram on one hand is is beautiful pictures and the photo influencers and the celebrities and all this kind of thing. Um, but I'm processes. And, and so for me, it needs to have a system and a process and I want to be able to approach it methodically. So I, I guess... The, the the recommendation second thing i would have is make sure that it's a tool that you are using rather than it using you you know you don't want to be sat there scrolling watching other people's content because you're being influenced by others use it as a tool uh, where you're almost removed from it set up systems processes so that you can do the influencing um of, uh, over others and then the, the third element um is i guess it might be a little bit um cliche but I, I would generally say just use it as a tool to actually have fun and um, you know build relationships with people because it's exactly the same as if you were talking to somebody like like you know what like we're speaking right now or if you're talking to somebody face to face. I think a big thing in this in 2023 and moving forward is certainly in the UK you know finances for many people have been have been quite tight recently. Um, it may be impacting globally, and so if people want to firstly acquire customers and then keep their customers, then there needs to be some degree of relationship built up. And, and I think people want that. You know, I think we're, we're crying out for connection with other people. Um, and it doesn't have to take long. You know, I think that's a misconception. The actual relationship side, I think, can be very enjoyable and very gratifying. And it means that you've got, you know, you've got satisfied customers as well. That's awesome. That's Jake Davey. He's at jakeadamdavey.com forward slash brand. Jake, thanks so much for coming on the show and sharing your Instagram with wisdom with us today. Is there anywhere else people can connect with you besides jakeadamdavey.com forward slash brand? Perhaps on um, Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> Instagram is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Instagram. So again, it's just my full name. It's Jake Adam Davey. Uh, people are welcome to connect with there. Send me a send me a hello. 
um and yeah just 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 keen to meet people see what they're doing you know see if it's something that we might be able to support them with if they want to grow their uh you know drive more traffic into their business so yeah more than happy to to connect with people on instagram as well thanks jake and that's a wrap for this episode of lms cast did you enjoy that episode tell your friends and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode and I've got a gift for you over at lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Go to lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Keep learning, keep taking action, and I'll see you in the next episode.